What is up, everybody? Welcome to Philly Insider Podcast. Oh my goodness, if I'm not wrong, this will be the first of our NFL videos for the 2021 season, baby. Mm -hmm. I got Nate with me, and the first team preview we got for you all is the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. So quick, quick little blurb from last year. Dolphins went 10 and 6. They missed the playoffs. They had a feeling of an overachieving team to them. Brian Flores really whipped the defense into shape. They did amazing things. Xavier Howard was just going absolutely crazy for that secondary. Ryan Fitzmagic was doing his thing towards the end of the season. Tua came in and like kind of did okay, did kind of bad. It was just kind of meh. And yeah, I mean, the Dolphins had an overachieving year last year. If you ask me, I think they were still a year away no matter what, but they showed a lot of fight and they showed that they have a lot of young talent. So this next year is a big chance for them. And Nate, you and me both have some big games we're looking at on their schedule. What are some years, man? I mean, yeah, just like last year, um, they played New England in Foxborough, and then they played Buffalo at home. That's the same thing, same case here. First two weeks, big division games. New England's looking to uh, have their, you know, full roster back. They're looking dangerous. The Bills were the, you know, AFC East champions. So, um, they're, they're, they're going to be two hard teams to play. So I think these two games will really set the standard for how their season goes. Uh, they play the Bills again week eight in the middle of the season. That'll be another interesting game to see. They got, they got O2'd by the Bills uh, last year. So they really need to make sure they split this series. And then coming at the end of the season, they play the Titans and the Patriots week 17, week 18. And I don't think they're going to make a chance for the division title, but in this crunch time, the wild card place will be really important. So they will need to win these games in order to make a push, a play for the playoffs. Just taking down the Patriots at home and the Titans in Tennessee. I got you. Those are all good games to watch for sure. Especially those interdivisional ones. They tell you a lot about how you're stacking up that year. But for me, mm-hmm. I got some more outer division ones. First off, let me start with the Colts. I believe they have them in week five, if I'm not mistaken, possibly week four. I'm not looking at the schedule right now, but the Colts game. That one, I think, is going to be big for them just in terms of roster versus roster, young talent versus young talent. Those are two very up-and-coming teams. And especially if they really are riding with Tua like that, I think that is one of the defenses which is really going to test them. The Bills' defense got a bit overrated, so I don't know how much stock to put in them this year. But the Pats' defense, I still need to see it work again after watching last year. And... So that to me, the Colts are the first like really elite defense from last year that they are going to be playing on their schedule. So I'm curious to see how Tua does against that. That's a big one to watch for me. Big litmus test of how they're doing early in the season. Then you got the Bucks. Obviously, you want to see how you stack to the defending champion. Arguably one of the top three, if not top roster in the NFL right now, with just so much talent everywhere you look. So once again. Can you hang at that level? Because the goal of this team now, they're on their ascending phase. Can they compete for that chip? That's the big thing they got to know. And there's no better way to find that out than playing the defending champs. And then my last game, oof, skip my mind for a second, the Ravens. Oof, a buzzsaw of a young team. And this is my thing for the Ravens especially. The Dolphins rushing defense. It's not quite the same brick wall that their secondary is. And that's not to say it's bad by any means, but you did lose Kyle Van Noy. That's good. You're going to feel that a bit in the run game. Mm-hmm. 
And I got to just see, can they, can Brian Flores, this is one I'm looking for Brian Flores to step up because the Ravens do one thing really well. And what's the thing we constantly give credit to the great coaches for taking the best thing you do away. I want to see how Brian Flores adjusts his defense to tackle a mainly rushing attack in an NFL age where most teams are pass first, if we're being honest. So those are three games I really want to watch for those reasons. And dude, just give me, we talked about some of the highlight games, but what's your general feeling? We talked about what the general feeling for the Dolphins was last year. General feelings for them coming up this year. I mean, it's already, it's already sad when you lose a legend like Ryan Fitzpatrick and you let that man go. You know that's not going to fare well for your team. Um, but, it, it, I mean, they're full, they're full send on two and now, so at least they have a, a goal and an objective to go to. A lot of teams kind of split, and they don't know which direction to go. Uh, at least the Dolphins have decided to full send with Tua. So we'll see how that goes. They had a really decent offseason, I'd say, picking up Will Fuller. One, one, a great, a great breakout wide receiver to pair well with Devontae Parker, and their draft was solid. Jane Phillips, Jalen Waddle, two Jalen's looking pretty solid. So their wide receiver core is looking pretty stacked. Um, you know, their defense is certainly up there. Xavier Howard is still here, and he is a monster. You know, paired with Byron Jones, who had a little bit of a quieter year. I think that's more to you know, Xavier just having a dominant year. So as far as the season going, it's going to be on Tua's back, you know, his shoulders, if this team can perform or not. Everybody's going to play to their best. Will Fuller's going to do his best. You know, Jalen Phillips on the defense is going to do his best. But it's really if Tua can perform. Their run game isn't really there. Miles Gaskin didn't have the best year. I think he had like 500, 600 yards. So they have to improve on that aspect, maybe incorporate Tua's mobility. But I, I, I like this team. I like their movement they made, especially the jump from two years ago when they were, I believe, were five and eleven to this ten and six year, and then the future. So they are doing the rebuild process right. They had a lot of good draft picks. Five out of those six or seven draft picks were solid picks. They did well in the 2019 draft, and this year they're looking good as well. So um, I, I, I think they have they've they've done the rebuild right, and they're looking really solid this year. I got you. You listed a lot of players. I'm going to give two more names, Jerome Baker and Mike Gusecki. Jerome Baker on the defensive mm. side, Gusecki as that tight end. He is, he doesn't get a lot of, he doesn't get a lot yeah. of praise because, you know, he flies under the radar with those AFC tight ends, but Gusecki is that mm. dude when it comes to pass catching, makes some insane grabs and Jerome Baker leading the team in tackles last year, if I'm not mistaken. So those mm. guys, just two more players you really got to watch out for on the fins. Other dudes, including Devontae Parker, I'm surprised I didn't mention him. I mean, he's got to stay healthy, obviously. When he's on the field, that man can make almost every catch and run almost every route. And then couple that, like you mentioned, the Dolphins really don't have too great of a rushing attack. They do it more by committee, 49ers style, passing out of the backfield, yeah. off tackle runs. So like, it's, eh, they're Dolphin. The Dolphins running game isn't really meant for an up the gut style. So like, it's more meant as a compliment to their passing game. And we can't forget the legend, Matt Collins. He's out there too. Oh my goodness, Matt Collins. But for me, like you, I think a lot of it rides on Tua. He's got everything. You can't, he's got a great coach. He's got a great offense. He's got a great defense. You got to come home with it, man. And even their special teams, I didn't even list their special teams. Their special teams did amazing for them last year. It's true. Another mark of great coaching, special teams. Brian Flores, talking him up. Mm -hmm. But, dude, Tua has everything. You 
path to at least make it through the first round of the playoffs with a roster like this. I think it's safe to say, if you don't make it out of the first round of the playoffs with a roster like this, you are probably not a championship QB. Can we, can we agree on that? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think we can both agree on that. Like that's no hate to two of, mm. but you give that kind of talent to the guys we consider top quarterbacks in this league. See Lamar, see Josh Allen, see Joe Burrow, see Justin Herbert, see Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) When you give that kind of talent, Mm -hmm. if any of those guys who have their talented rosters went out in the first round, we would completely hold it against them because you are, if you have that kind of talent, you have to come through with that roster. So to me, this whole season rides on Tua, like you said, I think they will go as far as he will go. And Mm -hmm. to be honest, I don't have the utmost faith in that, which I think you'll see when we get to record predictions, which are coming up now. Dude, I'm going to start us off with this. To me, I did it up. Credit Tom Grossi for the way I did my record prediction. Basically, what he does is he takes some 50-50 games, and then he takes counts each of those as a loss to get that team's floor, and then he counts each of them as a win to get that team's ceiling. So floor-wise, I see the Dolphins at 9-8. and eight. If they lose every 50-50 game I think they have, and they take the losses I'm almost sure they'll have, they're going to be 9-8. and eight. I don't think they go below 500. I just think there's too much talent. There's too much talent for them to be below 500. I have their ceiling at 9-8. and eight. And then if they win every 50-50 game, and they win the games I'm pretty sure they will, I have them going as high as 15-2, and two, man. So I don't think they'll reach that personally. No. I don't think they can't, but that's where mm-hmm. I have mathematically the ceiling is you average that out. If I remember correctly, I think you get to 12 and five, which is honestly, if you, if I told you right now, the dolphins were going 12 and five, would you be that shocked? Like 10 and six last year. Would you say this no. year? I told you dolphins were in 12 and five. That seems pretty reasonable. Right. But I got to mm-hmm. say, that's where the math led me. Yeah. When I was doing those 50, 50 games myself, I got to say, man, maybe it's just my lack of confidence in Tua. I lowballed it for my official record prediction, my official prediction for the dolphins. I have them going 10 and seven. And if you ask me that is lowballing it, but like I said, of the 50, 50 games, which I see them playing, I think I only have them winning one of those. I'm just not sure. Cause in 50, 50 games, you need a quarterback who can take you down the stretch and just get you some points. And I just don't have the confidence in Tua to do that. And hopefully, you know, he proves me wrong. He proves me wrong. Elite Crow. And honestly, this 10 and 7 Dolphins prediction could be something which I get a lot of heat for because this could age very poorly. Heck, my Dolphins prediction last year aged terribly. I think I had them going 2 and 14 last year. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That did not end well. But bottom line, my official record prediction, final call, 10 and 7. What about you, Nate? Yeah, so looking at last year, looking at, you know, who they acquired in the offseason, drafted, and looking at their schedule this year, I learned last year they had, quote-unquote, the third hardest schedule in the NFL. I doubt that. I think it's just because they played the Chiefs, who have, you know, such a crazy record that they shoot anybody's up. But this year, people said that they had around the 20th to 25th easiest schedule, or hardest schedule. So I look at the schedule, and I go, that this doesn't look that easy. There's a lot of good teams, and they're in really unfortunate positions. They play four out of five teams that had above 500 records in the first five games. 
three of which are away. That's that's so hard to 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 start out with. I know they started out the season what was it three one and three and then had some good wins, but it they have they have a lot of key hard matchups at, in key positions that's going to make them struggle. So my ceiling for them if they win, I didn't do the fifty fifty thing. I kind of just I don't know did some stuff where like maybe they win this and surprise people. I have their ceiling at thirteen and four. I think they can definitely win plenty of games, but there's four, four or five games. I think that just, there's no way they're going to be able to win those games. Their floor, their low being five and 12. It's very low. And that's just if Tua does not play well. I'll say this much when the Dolphins went 10 and six, I don't think Tua had any part of that. It was their defense getting a turnover and a touchdown almost every game. And this hits magic doing his magic you know i i don't have the biggest faith in tua so my prediction my official prediction is nine and eight i don't think tua will do crazy i don't think he will su- surprise everybody and be better than justin herbert be the best qb out of this draft class i don't think he'll be horrible but if you look at the guy's statistics last year the the dolphins have a top 10 o-line and he, he was sacked 20 times on just horrible playmaking throwing the ball away or not not throwing the ball away stuff like that so they they have a great o-line they have a great they have great weapons and he didn't su- surprise me he didn't wow me when he had the, all those weapons last year they added more weapons yes but i still need to see him wow me and the fact that they're going to be starting out the gate with some of the hardest teams in the in the in the league is it's just going to be very hard for them to get that motor rolling so i have them missing the playoffs as well i haven't done like my whole season prediction but i don't think a 9 and 8 record will cut it uh, in the playoffs with you know, the AFC, how they are. That's insane, man. Whoever got, whoever put their mm-hmm. schedule difficulty at 25th is on something. No way. Looking I'm at their like, schedule, all the I'm looking at the teams. Have. The good teams yeah, they I'm have. Like, they got away, the fuck. Like you said, that's another yeah. big thing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. nah, man, to that's me. A very big thing. I just, I don't know. I just have such a hard time. I think it really is just believing in Tua. I think if you replace Tua with a better quarterback, Honestly, I think if they still had Fitzmagic as quarterback instead of Tua, I think I'd be more inclined to raise that record. But with Tua, I just don't see it going that much higher. And again, maybe it proves me wrong. But from what I saw last year, he is a decent QB who can make plays better out of the pocket. He can't really move around very well at all. Now, part of that may be due to injury. You know, he's still recovering from that. I think he's, what, two years removed from that injury in the playoffs mm-hmm. or in the national yeah. championship. So, like, maybe he comes back better with that. But to me, I just don't know. He just doesn't seem – he seemed like deer in headlights last year. Maybe that gets fixed in the sophomore season. But it was yeah. dramatic in his rookie year to the point I just have such trouble believing in him. And that really is, if I'm being honest, the only X factor left for the Dolphins. I can't think of anything else right. holding them back from success. But with that, man, for sure. any closing statements you got before we wrap this thing up? Um. Dolphins have great jerseys. If Dolphins fans are watching this, you guys have some of the best jerseys in the league. So no hate to you guys. Um, I just am not super high on Tua. But I'm excited to see how the Dolphins play out. I'd love to see you take it to the Patriots. Nobody likes the Patriots. Um, but, yeah, that's what I have you guys at. No no, uh, no offense or hard feelings. I got you. Again, to all the Dolphins fans out there, if you prove me wrong, I, I'll take all the heat. I will. I have no hate against your franchise. This is just honestly how I feel about Tua. I think that's the biggest thing. I think he can hold you back from reaching your potential that much, especially with the schedule difficulty you guys have. 
I think maybe if you had an easier yeah. schedule, I'd be more inclined to believe otherwise, but like not as it is, man. But you know what? No hate to you guys. Mm-hmm. If you guys do well, if Tua proves me wrong, he proves me wrong. And that's just all it is. So with that, everybody, thank you for watching. Like, mm-hmm. comment, subscribe. We appreciate all your support. Yeah. This channel has been growing in our fan base since day one. You guys are such a great fan base for us. Just keeping us honest, checking out our content, tuning into the videos. We appreciate all of you. God bless you all. Have a good one.